I made calming jasmine tea for this, by the way. That's so perfect. <laughs> I oh happen to have, I never drink tea, but I was like, I have to now. It is so. very much a tea show. Oh, good. Like, okay. Mm-hmm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get into tea. I'm very much a coffee person, but I keep sleeping Same. too late to drink coffee. Same. Like, I, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> so, but I have this massive collection of tea and people give me tea all the time because I seem like a tea person and then I never drink it and I feel guilty. So I'm trying to get into it. It's good. Yeah. It's yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jasmine is one of my favorites. I am a fan like I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. I started recording because I'm always afraid of, like, missing the good shit. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I always feel like, uh, yeah. (laughs) I always, yeah. Do you have any questions or anything? I don't think so. I think I'm ready. So, yay. Okay, cool. I'm going to look away from the Zoom so I don't do the thing where I just, like, stare at myself. Um, (laughs) That's fair. Okay. Okay. So, Caroline, we've just watched episode one. Um, before launching into a plot summary or anything, how did you like it? I really liked it a lot. I was, I, it moved really fast. And I guess I, I yeah. guess I figured it would because it's a half hour kids show. And they're not going to spend a long time on, you know, exposition and stuff like that. They're just going to be like, here's the gist. Let's go. Um, which I appreciate because I just watch grown up shows yeah. now. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I like this pacing. <laughs> um, I love the animation. It's it's beautifully designed, too. Just looking at it, it's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, what you said about the design. I think that I'll probably pull on this a little bit later. But one thing that I noticed going back through this episode is how cognizant the design behind everything was. Like, everything Sokka and Katara are wearing and using, they could find in their village. Um, there's a lot of, of story going on with the colors, even more than just like, you know, blue is water people. Uh, and like, even in, even in the ship and in the village, there's like, there's so much there that really lends itself to like explaining the world building and the depth of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can see how much care went into it and how much really thought and I think respect for the kids watching went into it because kids are so smart and they're extra smart when you let them be smart. And so kids pick up on this stuff and they get interested in this. Like I remember being little and watching shows and going like, what, where does that dress come from? Or where does that tool they're using come from? And I would learn about it. So I can see where kids watching this would do the same thing. That is, like, the entire ethos of how this show is made. It trusts its audience more than most shows for adults. Like, it's yeah. it's amazing. I got that sense. I was like, oh, this is cool. It's not, it's, you know, it's treating the audience like people, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is really nice. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, let's dive into a plot summary. So can you kick yes. us off with what goes on in this episode? Uh, well, I learned this is where that Fire Nation thing comes from. (laughs) (laughs) So, so okay. (laughs) With the pilot episode, you're like, okay, so I know nothing. I know not a thing. And I was like, damn, this, this intro was going to take care of her. (laughs) 
<laughs> I truly knew nothing. And as soon as, like, they were talking about the nations, I went, wait, hold, hold on. And then said the, the Fire Nation, and I went, that's the meme! That's where it came from! And I don't know why I didn't put two and two together when we were talking about how this is all about the elements, and... But I really did. I thought it, I because I thought the Fire Nation thing was from a book for some reason, not a oh, show. Okay. And so I was like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> I had to pause and yeah. Google for a second to make sure I wasn't completely off. But yeah, I, yeah, I was that, my man. really excited. I was really excited about that. Um, <laughs> but that's in like the first eight seconds. And <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I love the. I like that we got this very quick Lord of the Ringsy uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. intro. Very grand, really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, tells you about this war that's been going on, and it's again between these nations of the elements, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this Airbender situation, and he and, and he she it they I don't know what. I don't know. I didn't know. I was confused. Uh, right. Has been missing for like a hundred years and something about it being reborn. And I was like, uh, re- reincarnation. That's cool. I guess that's how that works. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm curious what little sound effect you're going to put after that statement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for it. Um, <laughs> um yeah, we meet these siblings, and one of them uh, knows how to manipulate water. She can do the water bending. The other one is is I hope he matures, and uh, <laughs> he's great. I, I'm like I can tell there's yeah. potential there, but oh boy, um, oh boy. But yeah, and then they find this cute little glider. You know uh, what I call a sugar glider. Yeah, of a boy in the iceberg, and he's the airbender. And then the, mm-hmm, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, so far, I'm still not sold that he's going to stay the bad guy. I still, something in my gut is like that Zuko dude, is that his, I got his name right? Zuko? Zuko, I, yep, you got my, it. My, my, my captions were having a field day watching this. They were just oh, sort fun. of like, yeah, they were going back and <laughs> forth. So I was like, I guess that's Zuko. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, is set up to be the bad guy and he's coming across very like kind of, mm-hmm. Disney villain right now, which makes me think, hmm, maybe, maybe they're going to yeah. pull a fast, fast one on us. Maybe. He's, he's very, like, his degree of intense is so comedic right now. Um, like, really over the top, really goofy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you make of his uncle, Iroh? Oh, the tea guy. Yes. I I oh. love him. I love that yeah. he's just like, he was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and eat my duck. You figure yourself out. I'll be over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you calm down, then we can talk. I love that attitude. That's great. That, that guy needs it. Yeah. Drink, drink your yeah. damn tea. Drink your damn tea, Zuko. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like him. He's he's interesting. I'm curious to see kind of what his influence is going to be um, mm-hmm, beyond just mm-hmm. just angry fire boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very curious. 
So we have the introduction of Zuko, um, and then Aang is brought back to the village. Uh, one one thing I had a question on this time around: <laughs> why he's shirtless? Uh, it's freezing. He's yeah. in the snow. <laughs> I was wondering that too. I was like, does he? Is he just not affected by it for some reason? So I was thinking, like, oh, there's probably going to be some reason for the is there not is he he's just not wearing a shirt he's 12 though he's a 12 year old kid i let me say this i have an eight-year-old i have an eight-year-old son that and he is the skinniest little thing there is not an ounce of fat on this child to keep him warm there's no blubber but he will go out in the snow in he would go out stark naked if i let him and i won't let him but he sure has tried and it just doesn't seem to affect him. He'll get in the freezing cold swimming pool perfectly fine. I'm over there shaking. So I think it's just like a, a young kid thing, maybe. They are not. Okay. It makes okay, no I sense. Can see I've, I've always been cold. Yeah. I've always been cold. I don't know where they, but some of them run warm. Same. <laughs> yeah. I think I might have actually skipped so much by skipping to when he wakes up. Uh, it's fine because I was wondering the same thing. We can get, we can circle back. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So then we have Aang and Katara. They find, no, we have Sokka and Katara. They find Aang. <laughs> I was um, going with it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'll get all their names he's right got eventually. got this big old bison, Appa. Yeah. Yes. Um, I want he's got one. Appa. Yes. I love Appa. Oh my God. Appa. Is I love a darling, Appa. big giant. I want darling. a plushie. I love the I want sky like a giant puppy. Appa plushie. He's they so cute. made them for a long time. Oh my god! Whenever we eventually watch the movie, which we will have to do, yeah, you're gonna see Appa's <laughs> design, and you're gonna scream to death. It's a <laughs> I have, nightmare. I have never <laughs> heard a single person say a single positive thing about that movie, and I am excited. Um. I love bad movies, so I'm really stoked. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's going to infuriate you because I guarantee Excellent. by the end of the show, you're going to be so emotionally attached to the to the whole story that seeing oh, it yeah. done so dirty is going to drag you up the wall. <laughs> it is hilarious. Like, it is hilariously bad, but... Oh, we'll oh get there. my we'll God. Get there. Anyway. So like, so, like, have a drink on hand probably while watching it. Or, like, several. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just leave the bottle. We'll be fine. So, uh, before Aang conks out, um, he has a flashback, um, kind of like in this dream sequence. Can you describe this flashback dream sequence to me? uh, Sort of. Because I was watching it. What was the note that I put on there? I put, well, this took a turn. Glow, little glowworm. (laughs) <laughs> was my because I uh-huh. I my kid made a noise and I turned to glance at him and then I looked back and suddenly the entire art all the art had changed and it looked very dark and scary uh-huh. and then his little arrows and his eyes started glowing and I was like what did I what just happened because yeah. they did that when he was in the ice and I was like that's terrifying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. and it was such a quick sequence that I was like, what What did I just see? And I went back and watched it again because I, I was sure that my video had skipped or something. But it was just such right. a quick little flash of this nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in the nightmare, Aang is on Appa's back. 
they are flying through this like terrible storm something happens and then ang's eyes and his arrow glow and we see that like orb of ice form around him yeah it i have i i was sitting there like i guess i guess we're gonna readdress this at some point because i have many questions now um oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, like, I, and it was such a cool way to make me go, wait, huh? Because it was done so quickly. Again, uh, the pace yes. of the show was really impressive because normally things done that fast feel rushed, and this really didn't feel rushed. It felt like exactly right. Yeah, he woke up, and uh, Katara's there, and it's they're so cute. I love their interactions; are so adorable. Yeah, and she noticed all. It's like she noticed all of the arrows all over him. And that means mm-hmm. something. I don't know what yet exactly. It means mm-hmm. something. It's significant. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a lot of things that are significant, but I don't know how. Um, and yeah, and she brought him out to introduce him to the entire village, which is like 12 people. Um, mm-hmm. We met Grand Grand, who's great. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I loved her right Grand. away. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's cool. <laughs> Um, oh, and we got to see the little kite. The the why I called him a sugar glider. Um, yeah, yeah. I did. I did write another note because um, of the arbitrary skepticism of like you humans can't fly. I was like, you just saw him pop out of ice. You met his giant bison. <laughs> you watched him sneeze and fly ten feet in the air, and you're like, you can't fly, dude. Yes, he can. Oh, Sokka. Sokka <laughs> was like, like Sokka. so so dedicated. To his status quo. It's like, which Uh, honestly, like, thinking about it, thinking about it as an adult and looking at it and knowing that, you know, his village has been at least once attacked horribly by this other tribe and Sokka just wanting to have his little status quo because it's like the one thing he can actually, like, ideologically control. control. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And the responsibility... I know that that part because I was like, oh my god, he's such a teenage boy. He's being so annoying. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's got a lot on his shoulders. Uh huh. Like he's still. I'm sure he's gonna grow on me, but he's still such a. You know, he's oh, being yeah, he so many of right like, now. yeah, cousins that I grew up with who thought they were my boss. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even even the scenes with like him. Um, trying to like be the leader to the the little tiny the little baby kids. boys in the village. I know. Yeah, I was like, I remember yeah. watching that when I was younger, being like, ha ha ha! Oh, he's so bad at this. And now looking back and being like, this is dark. This is dark it as was. hell. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, he's trying. He's literally trying to teach like these three and four year old babies like, you're the men now. You're gonna have to fight. I was like, oh god, the trauma yep. just. Popped right out and and they they let us have a moment where all the kids had to pee, which was very funny because I work with children and I was like, correct. (laughs) Yeah. That is how it always goes. Um, Yeah. But it was it. it, Yeah, it was that little glimpse of like, oh, it's not just him being like, like enjoying the kind of leader role. It's it's. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah. yeah, and this is when Aang finds out about the war, um, because yeah. they bring it up like nobody, like like just as a normal thing, and Aang is like, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? Um, and yeah. he says that he has friends in the Fire Nation, 
um, which is mm. more of, you know, kind of going back to what Car- what Katara eventually talks about, like, hey, uh, we know of an airbender that's been gone for a hundred years. Might yeah. that be a you? Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. I like, and he's just like, oh my God, his reaction though, when he found out that it's been a hundred years, I was like, someone catch the baby. <laughs> someone catch the baby. Oh my God. Whew. But then he was just sort of like, well, I met you. I'm like, you're so yeah. sweet. He's so <laughs> sweet. And he's like pointedly so not processing a goddamn thing. No. <laughs> what a 12 year old mood though, because when I was 12, <laughs> I was the same way. I was like, oh, this is terrible. We'll just circle back to this later. Yeah. It's Who fun. wants cookies? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i just i do he's he's so extremely cute the note that i wrote actually in relation to this was word for word he's so sweet please don't let this show make him sad i'm sure it will but i don't want it to Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh i know i know like i know it's coming i already am like protect all of them it yeah. gets you attached really fast because I was very invested immediately. I'm so glad to hear that. Like, it's, it's yeah. they they develop these characters so well. They're all playing into like different kinds of tropes so far, but they all mm-hmm. have enough nuance that makes them like that makes them distinctive. You know, and it's hard yeah, and not it, and, to and, root for these tiny babies. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing with tropes is, like, if you use them right, it works. And and they're yes. not inherently bad. Um, it's just, it's what you do with them. And I can already tell that the show is going to do that very well. Um, because, like, yeah, everyone has layers. There's not just, like, oh, this is the good guy, this is the bad guy. It gets You get these little glimpses that are really interesting because it's also not just this side and that side. It's, it's lots of nuance. Right. I love nuance. I love it. Make me a nuanced salad. I love it. Uh, this show is a nuanced salad. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I'm very yeah. excited. And again, it's so impressive because it is a kid's show, but it doesn't really... I mean, it feels like one so far. Right. But it's it's different, though. Like Respectful. Respectful of the audience. Yeah. Like, I feel like things now like Steven Universe and the She-Ra reboot. Oh, I still um, need to watch both of those. Oh, they're so I know. Just gonna to. just gonna put that in my pocket Please for later. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Please make me watch all of the things I've been saying I'll watch for years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like okay. those shows absolutely would not be able to exist if Avatar hadn't mm-hmm. happened and been such a huge success. This really oh, paved wow. the way for like really narratively driven uh, shows for kids that tackle really intense topics. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, again, because I said this the first uh, time we talked about this, it's just that I've heard nothing but good things about this show, but I didn't know a thing about it except that it yeah. was good and arrow <laughs> on head. I mean, yes. you know, that was all I knew. And That's just it. watching the first episode, I'm already like, oh, I get it. I get why people are into this. Also, the music yeah. alone. The music oh my alone, God, the music. Into- oh, it's, so the music. it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I wrote this it's music so in good. all caps twice because I was like, so into it. 
Yeah. Oh, like, my God. Every single thing has a music cue. And it's it, like gorgeous. Th- this show uses fucking oh. light motifs. I am not kidding. Like, I know. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Because, like, again, with the music, though, like, at the, it was, and it was near the end, and I, I didn't, I was too excited about the music to note what was happening during the music. Right. Um, but it was the end, and it reminded me specifically of that movie, um, Kubo and the Two Strings, the music from that. Yes. That's, yes. It was that style where yeah. I was like, oh, tri-, like, because <gasps> that's one of my favorite scores of a movie. It's so so beautiful and so anything that reminds me of that makes me very happy oh it's such a good movie um but yeah anything that reminds me of that music automatically is gonna get like two thumbs up very excited uh, response from me and and i was so impressed with the music yeah there's certain um even in this first episode there are certain like moods and concepts that have their own distinctive instruments like um, mm-hmm. When Aang mm-hmm. is doing the airbending, like, all goofy, yeah. you know, when he does the sneeze, um, we get that, like, sort of, like, very wispy, mm-hmm. uh, squoodly yeah. flute, you know, that's all over the place. Uh, when Katara... Squoodly, I love Squoodly. It's so squoodly. <laughs> it's a good word. It's a good word. I'm using that. And then when Katara <laughs> is talking about her family and her village, yeah. it introduces the use of the kalimba, the, uh, the thumb piano, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a motif that comes up time and time mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I would say that probably, other than like the actual opening music, the most iconic piece of score is a kalimba piece that comes up fairly often, and it's I love gorgeous. Yeah. Me, but too. yeah, the, the opening music's gorgeous. But then I, yeah. I was really impressed with it because also the music was very subtle in a lot of ways because you sort you hear it and then you're like oh wait that's completely different from what I heard before that's really cool because yes. um, again just that much care and attention and detail is really really great right um, that's the thing is it's it's all so cohesive and so thought out that it just kind mm-hmm. of melts together and just creates something immersive like you don't you don't realize that you're paying attention to the little details on like Katara and Sokka's um, outfits right. Right, but you could yes. you could totally explain everything they have on, regardless. Yeah, and and I am excited to watch more because I want to see more of those details and pay closer attention. Because I was like looking at her hairstyle and his hairstyle. Yes. And, oh my god. And oh my gosh, it's so cool. Um, and I want to pay more attention to the villagers as well because there's going to be variation there. I also oh, really yeah. like that nobody looks copied and pasted. They all look different, which is so nice because a, a yes. lot of a lot of like shows for kids and, and and cartoons for kids, everyone kind of blends together a lot of the time. And you get to know who everybody is, but it's even with live action, sometimes just the costuming can make, it's all just like bright, bright, bright and kind of one note. Yep. And it can become really difficult to kind of get a sense of who people are. It's like, oh, this is the slightly less endless closet with bright colors one than the other one. She must be poor. You know what I mean? I'm like, right, all those right. shows that... Like, that's the yeah. character. And you're like, I guess so. But this, you get a sense of, you, you, I mean, you get a sense of place immediately, of course, not just because of the ice. And right. you get a, a sense of place because of what they're holding in their hands. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it things like that are really fun for me. I, it's like a fun little scavenger hunt. Just for all oh, those yeah. details. You're going to love this. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> OK, 
Okay, let's get back to plot. Because I realized... Yes. Yeah, we're just, like, going off on the details. Yeah. Plot. No, I want to talk about light. (laughs) No, go ahead. (laughs) So at this point, um, Zuko has seen this, like, big beam of light. And he's like, uh, uh, um. And Iroh is like, girl, calm down. And Zuko is like, I think we should go look. And Iroh is like, honey, please, just take a nap. And Zuko, yeah. Zuko is like, no, no, uh, oh, we're going. And Iroh is like, okay, whatever. So they go. Um, and then at this point, that's when Sokka is, like, trying to lead these kids. And mm-hmm. it's just not working. Like, these little kids are having fun. They're, like, yeah. sliding off of the glider. Um, that was funny. And then at this point, Katara is like, hey... Uh, no, I don't have any other waterbenders around. I don't have any other benders of any kind. That so why was you interesting. teach me? Yeah. Because I didn't know. I thought it was like there would be several people in that village maybe that could do it. So the fact that she's the only one was really interesting to me. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know how the structure of this worked because I was seeing the, you know, those fire boys just going nuts. Um <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, there must just be, like, communities of this. and hmm. There are in other places. Mm-hmm. Just not where she there, is. Yeah, there, there is a reason she is the only water. Oh, 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 no. Uh-oh. I can see your face right now, and I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah. me nervous. It's rough. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh god oh did yeah. i tell you what i wrote when i because i love that they that she immediately like th- used the word sexism or sexist oh to, yeah no tell me tell I, me like within i wrote um boy you did not just say leave it to a girl kick his ass katara kick it with words and then when she started breaking <laughs> things i said okay kick it less katara you made your point yeah kick, uh, kick <laughs> it a little bit less katara like, you were down, going down. to get both of you drowned <laughs> But that was really cool because, you know, we see her trying to catch a fish and that's really neat. I was like, oh, okay. So she's just like a little baby bender learning what she's doing. Yeah. And then she like broke a glacier. And I was like, oh, maybe she's really yeah, she freaking did. powerful. Holy cow. <laughs> um, yeah. That that moment uh, really yeah. foreshadows a lot that has to do with bending. Um, first off, that like clearly at least to some extent it is tied to emotional control Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like as soon as she is emotionally out of control her bending is going book wild and then second like katara can do so much more than she thinks that she can do oh which is exciting yeah i'm i'm really curious as to how that's going to develop with her because i was like oh that's very big things that are happening very quickly um, but yeah, with mm-hmm. the lack of control, mm-hmm. that's going to be really interesting to watch that develop. Yeah. Yeah. So, meow, 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 Katara backstory. <laughs> oh, okay. So then, um, Katara pulls a fish just like out of her pocket, which, okay, I guess you just had that fish on you this whole time. Oh my okay. Like, I it's mean, floppy. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, I was like... I, At first, I was like, well, I guess it's cold enough that maybe it's not, like, getting disgusting. But then it was floppy, and I was like, it's just weird to have a fish in your pocket, but you do you. I mean... If it were, like, cured, like, like a jerky, I would be like, for sure. Nah, he's just a raw fish. Like... (laughs) Yeah, it's like, okay, sushi. I like sushi. 
I just don't carry sushi in my pocket. I do not have it in my pocket at this moment. There is no maki roll in my pocket. <laughs> like, there's just not. God, I wish I had. Honestly, I, I am so desperate for I sushi would eat right now. Sushi. But if it were in my pocket, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even think twice. I would 100% <laughs> eat pocket sushi right now. <laughs> Maybe we can just. Katara, can you just lob one down here? Katara, please. please. Just throw please, me a fish. I'll eat it. <laughs> please. I also very much react to penguins the same way that Ang does. Oh my god. They're, They're so, so cute. cute. They're I, so, so cute. All of the animals, all of the animals in this universe, I'm sure you've seen, mm-hmm. are weird in some way. They're usually mm-hmm. two animals mixed together and will have like a name oh, okay. that reflects as such. Um, these penguins were just called penguins, but we're definitely like half seal. Mm-hmm. And they're so goddamn cute. Those yeah. little faces. They oh are my god. So cute and their little flappy wings. I just ah. I was like, as soon as he was like, penguins, I said, you know what? Me too. Yeah. Me felt. too. I want to yeah. go penguin sledding. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. The yeah, the the imagination of having things like this giant bison thing and and uh the the penguins looking the way that they, they do where it's like it's what we have but slightly off is really really yes. cool i love things like that yeah where it's just like the they, slightly alternate universe i'm gonna have to like track as we go which animals are your favorites um oh, uh-huh. because it's important you know for science <laughs> oh okay <laughs> right yeah that's fair yeah that's yeah fair. if you um, just write it down it's science yeah, yeah. I have a very specific <laughs> favorite that shows up in, like, one scene, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And we will not Ooh. get there for so long, and it's devastating. But I will tell you when we <sighs> get there. Oh, my God. I, I am so excited. Cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. So the penguin sledding leads Aang and Katara to this old Fire Nation ship, which is, like, mm-hmm. mounted in the ice, was here from the first Fire Nation attack, Um is this like ominous it almost feels like a traditional fairy tale like forbidden forest trope yes but with this like terrible booby trapped ship yeah yeah that that is what it reminded me of a little bit and actually also probably because i just recently saw frozen 2 finally that scene when they were on the (laughs) the ship and i was and we're all crying yeah Yeah, that one um but it, (laughs) it did it did kind of bring that to mind sort of this walking through this abandoned thing full of all these memories and Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Yeah, almost cool. like a haunted house even. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, like a haunted mm-hmm. house. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is booby trapped. They set off a flare. It is a mistake. Zuko sees this from his mm-hmm. ship. Um and the episode ends with him saying to alert his father because he's found the avatar and the place he's been hiding. Huh. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're already yeah. at this. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I mean, the the show really doesn't pull any punches already. It's like, nope, we're going. We're going. We're, we are jumping in headfirst to this plot. It's really interesting because so there is like, there's such a good mix of like really plot heavy episodes and not filler episodes, but like. Episodes, episodes that explore other things other than, like, mm-hmm. the main conflict. And all of that, like, builds on itself. You know, like very that. few things are set aside and never brought back again, which I, I really love. That's nice and rare kind of in a lot of shows, not just kids' shows. 
yeah. a lot of a lot of shows just have like sort of abandoned arcs or like things that come up and they just sort of are like, well, that's not important probably. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. They like they must have had the most meticulous story bible of a- any anything ever made ever. That's awesome <laughs> because I mean, yeah. again, like you can see how much there's already a lot to keep track of and even with my notes I'm like is that the right person am I using the right name and what the heck was that thing and um I mean granted my notes are well you've seen them they are not (laughs) the most scholarly (laughs) but they're um, exactly what they should be good Um, but yeah I'm I'm just watching like I just watched a half hour episode of the show and I had a little bit of information going in and I'm still like I'm gonna have to refer back I'm gonna have to like, I have to keep notes going because there's a lot yeah. to keep track of already. There's a lot of, like, backstory and people already to, and, and all these details and, and animals. We started with the animals already. Yes. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have, like, an encyclopedia of knowledge for the show. It's, it's very awesome. much. Okay, so this show was coming out right when the last few books of Harry Potter were coming out. And the fan bases were very sense. similar in a lot of ways and very dissimilar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, like, just like with Harry Potter, you will have so much of the show's world in your head by the time of it. Um, oh, yeah. After this first episode, who are your favorite characters? Oh, I mean, I feel like if I don't say Katara, it's like, who are you? Um, just because I'm so interested. Right. <laughs> I'm just so interested yeah. in her because I, I, I think I was the most invested in, like, what's her deal. And I love mm-hmm. sweet little baby Aang. I love Aang, Aang so, so much. Sweet. He's so cute. He's, He's so, so cute. cute. And, I mean, I like everybody. I'm interested in everybody. But those two in particular, I was like, okay, I, I at this moment, I'm the most curious into, like, what's their deal. And they're also just so cute together. I like watching them interact. Mm -hmm. It's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any wild predictions for where the show is going to go from here? Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. Wild predictions. Like, I'd love... I I, Maybe we're going to fly that bison out to the opposite pole and meet some people. That would be cool. Um, Maybe... uh, And that maybe is going to lead... Prince Funky Hair, uh, Zuko. I always forget his name for some reason. <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Zeke, and that's just not even close. Um, <laughs> I called him Zeke earlier, and I was like, that's not it. Um, that's I don't know not where it. That's coming from. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it eventually. Um, but yeah, maybe that's going to lead him on a wild goose chase, and that's why he doesn't catch them immediately. Because I was like, well, he's right there. So it feels like this plot could end really fast if we're not careful. <laughs> So something <laughs> major end. needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, and they caught him and terrible things probably happened. Yep. And scene. Yep. Um, but so it's got to be something big, literally physically moving them away from him. I think. I don't know. That bison's pretty big. We'd probably get the whole village on there if we really wanted to. Um, just He's get them all. Like all the villagers. He's so cute. <laughs> He's um, so cute. But yeah, so I guess I guess my prediction is either in the next episode or next few, they're going to travel in a big way and take a nice long journey 
And it's going to be a wild goose chase now for Zuko. I got it this time. You got it. Not Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a wild prediction, okay. but it does involve a giant. I'll take it. Bison, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, can we please talk about the joke? And this is Katara, my flying sister. shit he's, he's such, such a little, a little shit. shit he is and it's like it's how old are how old is he supposed to be because okay so 12 if right? memory 12. yeah if memory serves me correctly ang is 12 katara mm-hmm. is 14 okay uh sokka and zuko are 16 oh i thought zuko was much older okay that makes sense though behavior wise uh. But I thought I was like, oh, maybe yeah. he's just got a little like Henry VIII kind of attitude going on. Um, <laughs> but okay, sixteen makes way more sense. Okay, sixteen definitely yeah. makes sense because again, I work with kids. I know sixteen-year-old boys. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> love them dearly. Love them, and yes. we'll tell them this to their faces that they're the most little shits of all the little shits yeah. to exist. I love. Oh, them. absolutely. And yeah. I will look. At I them used at- to teach sixteen-year-olds, yeah. and yeah, you. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm delightful hilarious some of the funniest people you'll ever meet are 16 oh absolutely like, also some of like the wisest it's terrifying no like, it's it's amazing like yeah. my, I, I the kids yeah. i work with are generally 8 to 18 so it's a big range and my like yeah. older high school kids blow my mind they are same because they they are so kind and generous and caring and compassionate and brilliant and then they will say something and i'm like you are the Pettiest little shit I ever met in my life, and I respect yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? Props to you. Never lose that. Yeah. You know your value. You know your value. But yeah, half just of like... why I didn't make it as a teacher is because my students would say some like horrible shit, and I would just be like, <laughs> "Exactly, it's funny." I'm like, like I know okay, I should not respect. be. I should not be reinforcing this, but like technically, I'm not their teacher. <laughs> I'm their director. I'm not their right. teacher. See, so I was. Like, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm, I have more of the, like, big sister aunt kind of role with these kids as far oh, as so that nice. goes. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we're we're good buddies. But it is the funniest thing. Like, um, uh, Sawyer Green, who's on um, This Planet Needs a Name with Me, was one of my kids uh, oh. that I directed. And I, I remember saying something to him. I was like, I remember when you were, like, 15 and you already had this massive amount of confidence that I was so impressed by. And he was like, yeah, I still have that. And then I grew some petty, too. It was great. It's like, good. Yeah. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Teenage Hell yeah. boys, man. Teena- <laughs> teenagers in general yeah. are pretty astounding. Yeah. Zuko is very much a 16-year-old. And he's very yeah. much like a 16-year-old going through, like, a moody goth phase. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Kylo he's Ren intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I haven't actually, I've only seen one of those movies, but I got the gist. Yeah, that's um, okay. Yeah. That's okay. I was like, mm, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how those two boys kind of compare and contrast because the circumstances are so different. Mm-hmm. And one of them is very much teenager with way too much leeway and power and, you know, privilege. And then the other one is more 
with way too much responsibility and mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm, and and but also still has that little bratty side that hasn't been stamped out. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. One thing that we should talk about is mm-hmm. that Sokka specifically says when he's trying to oh, wait. Oh no! This is the second episode. <gasps> no. <Nope>. Oh. <laughs> Well, I gotta go watch the second episode then immediately. <laughs> okay, Whoa, let's do you this. Caught yourself. That was amazing to watch. <laughs> I did. I was oh this God. close. 